Hey, 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 it's the Curiosity Dudes coming in hot. What's up, guys? What's up, Jared? What's going on, Drew? What's up, Brian? Hey. Hey, and what's up to Brandon, who is not here, but man, I'm super excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely not dead. Most definitely not dead. But we are super pumped for him, man. He is in Paris. And no, I'm not talking Texas. He's in, He's France. in France. France. Oui, oui. Ha, 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 Brandon. France. <laughs> Eating a croissant. <laughs> well, that'd be fun to do a, a little story of his experiences. You've been to France. I have some experiences, and I don't know if I'm Man. humble brag. good to say it and everything. Half what? of the curiosities so. are pretty well-traveled. I yeah. have not left the country, so I do have a passport finally, though. Oh, nice. I've barely left the country, like nowhere crazy. I've been to the Canadian Embassy. Ooh, that in sounds DC. cool. Uh, oh, you know what? Because that would be a good next list battle. <laughs> Best places. <laughs> Best places been. you've been. Oh, dang. Oh, well, you could count in U.S. I guess. Yeah. Branson, Missouri. Let's <laughs> hey, I go. like Branson. Or <laughs> top, top of the rock. Top stories or yeah, something. Yeah. There we go. Well, Brandon, I hope you're having a good time, bud. Whenever you listen to this, we're uh, excited for you. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon. We miss you, buddy. Yeah. Come on, dude. Ha ha. All right, um, Drew. Dude. Would you mind also describing list battles and the last episode? Uh, yeah, in? so this is episode two of our current season. And in this season, we've got, uh, do we agree on 10-ish? Yes, 10-ish? 10 episode season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I, I realized 10 could have meant a lot of things. So we're aiming for 10 episodes each season, kind of going forward. And each season kind of tailored to one topic. So the over topic so the overall arching theme of this season is list battle so to recap last week really quick we did each of us gave our top five what was it streaming (laughs) i was like wow dude our top five streaming shows and kind of the idea was like of the last year but we kind of cheated a little bit and just i i cheated a lot (laughs) but um that's okay but it made good conversation it did it brought it brought a a diet bring it back yes yes thank you so Mm. um where there's a will there's a way Mm. so i am stoked for this week uh this week's list battle we're each going to present our top five but i think a few of us maybe added a couple which is totally fine of content creators yeah top five content creators and what i think is exciting about this you guys is not only hearing yours and you hearing mine but i think it's cool when our listeners can interact Mm -hmm. in the comments we can just like man we could like expand our horizons you know on youtube tiktok instagram Mm. whatever expand forza horizons (laughs) or horizon dawns is that Uh, what it's called i understood okay hey I got something really fun just to throw into this. Dude, let's do it. Let's selfie record our quick versions. Like, Mm. okay, this is my list of whatever. And then you go through them and then stop. We'll hold that clip. And then when it's the next person's turn, we got to remember to do that. Love it. And then the next. And then we can make that a TikTok. Behind the scenes. Curiosity. It's a TikTok right here on the Curiosity Dudes. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> I was debating saying that or not. Nice. I've been seeing this like thing um, on like CapCut and all those other editors for, you know, reels and TikTok. Yeah. Where when someone starts thinking, they, they start throwing all those like chemistry and oh, yeah. all those formulas. Just. Yeah. Mm. That's a meme. Yeah, that meme is pretty funny. So whenever you have a, a break and you're just thinking. You just imagine that all those formulas are going through people's heads. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> That's what just happened. You know, it's in not a, way. a shutdown. <laughs> it's a overcomputing. <laughs> Beep, boop. 
in a way, we're all kind of butchers tonight because we're showing them how the sausage is made. <laughs> that was lame. Wow. What? I don't get that. Where do we go with that? You know, like how the so- like we're talking about, like how we're going to edit and make these into a TikTok. So it's like, yeah, this is how the oh, sausage okay. is made. Yeah. See, it was it was it was such a bad pun that it didn't even really compute. Usually, that well. I take things literally. <laughs> And on that one, I just didn't. Yeah, no. I was it, like, this really has to mean great. something else. Is this another zeitgeist or some like <laughs> term I don't know about? I mean, hey, speaking of which, um, gaslighting. Well, you brought that up. Oh, that was no. We didn't talk about that today. <laughs> failed. Take. That was a different time. That was in a failed take. Everyone we had, we had a, a failed, uh, failed intro here. Yeah, we had a ten second <laughs> intro, it. and a mic was totally turned off. And has anyone else noticed that though? Like gaslighting, or like talking about gaslighting, or using the term has become a zeitgeist thing. Like everyone's just saying it. it's, it's kind of recent popular. it's like everyone learned what it means yeah and now yeah. now it's like fighting words if someone says don't gaslight me right. it's like right here's the thing though and if it's only for like 50 percent of the time actually being used correctly right <laughs> right <laughs> and the thing is if you say something about someone's character that you understand and they don't think that and they don't believe it but you're right is it gaslighting no Technically, no, but to them, it's seemingly it like yeah, it yeah. feels like it. Yeah, it's kind but of that's an interesting it's way of called an opinion, though, too. An yeah. observation, sure, or, or that, yeah, yeah, without abuse behind it, or like without an emotional abuse with it. I think you, right. yeah. you lose the because the idea definition. is not to like manipulate, the idea is to it should be to build someone up, really. It's like, right. I see this in you, right. Blah blah blah, you, you know, bad. and then they can say, "That's not me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're gaslighting me." Well, no, actually, I'm just trying to encourage you. And you know, <laughs> if you don't believe that, then cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's let's uh, move off that <laughs> list battles. <laughs> list battle. <laughs> Next week is uh, our top five psychological uh, disorders, and we can. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it sounds so interesting. <laughs> gaslighting. Awesome. Oh, wait, do I get to start this one off? Yeah. You get to start right. it, Drew. I finished go last week, it. so we'll go back in the order. Ooh. So, you want to talk uh, about our new uh, format a little bit? We're going to tweak it a little bit? Yeah. So, yeah. So, this week, what we'll do is we'll just, uh, when it's our turn, we'll uh, read our top five or top whatever at, real quick and then kind of go back through mm-hmm. them a little bit. So, this is informative. Are you going to do it? And, uh, yeah. Do you, want me to, do you want me to do it on your phone then? Well, that, I'll record you, but ready? Okay. So, what what am I saying again? Just so I get it right. Do you just go, oh, yeah, my name. This is, yeah. no, don't say no. my name. Just my go, this is. All right. Like, but tell me when. All right. Three, two, one. This is my list of the top five or so content creators. <laughs> Here we go. Number one, coming in hot, Cinemassacre. Number two, Adventures in Ardia, a.k.a. Roll for Sandwich on TikTok. Number three, There I Ruined It, one of my mm. favorite music-related content creators. Here's another music-related one coming at number four, Todd in the Shadows. Awesome YouTube channel. Can't wait to tell you more about it. Number five, a new one to my content viewing world. This guy is amazing. His name is Windagoon, and I can't wait to tell you a little bit more about it. And then here's my fun extra. Titanic fan 97. He collects Titanic on VHS. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a standalone. <laughs> We're just all going to have we our just own reels now. Titanic. Dude. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Did, that, okay, so I was halfway paying attention. Take well, me back through. So here's my question. Did, I don't know did, any of them. Have you, uh, uh, any of you oh, heard Oh, there of I ruined it. Yeah. I, I know there say. I ruined it because you send us those all send the time. Those to you all oh, the yeah. Time. I love those ones. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go back. So I'll try to keep it pretty brief. So my number one is a guy named, the channel is called Cinemassacre. 
And the guy's name is James Rolf. And so uh, I'm going to, you know, just kind of uh, here's it really is Rolf roll like R-O-L-F-E. Roll on laughing floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. E. Extra. Everywhere. Extra, everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. <laughs> so this dude, um, I've been watching his content. It, it has to have been from like 05, 06, somewhere back in there. Because uh, it was off of his website, Cinemasker.com. No clue how I found him. Actually, I do know. I think somebody must have shared one of his videos. So he has a character that's called the Angry Video Game Nerd. And originally he was the Angry Nintendo Nerd. And basically he reviews nostalgic video games and talks about just how basically how crappy they are how hard they are and he does it in a funny way and uh and his content has evolved like he's a a, like a a filmmaker kind of too and stuff he's actually like did a kickstarter made his own film and stuff um as that character and i just you know it's one of those things where i think um if i had discovered him now like it'd probably be pretty cool, but it's mm. more of a um, a completionist thing. Like I am always going to watch his new content and cool. give it a shot. Um, but he does more than just video game stuff. So one of my favorite things is every October um, he does uh, Cinemasker's Monster Madness, and so October first through thirty first he uh, um, that's the rev- whole month. I know he reviews a different <laughs> like horror film every day, and mm. like he does just deep dives oh, and stuff okay. like that. So like twenty five days of Christmas, but thirty one days of yes. Exactly. And spoopy. And uh, exactly. And so I just uh, if you like. So he'd be a good one to watch if you like, you know, nostalgic video games like NES, Sega, Super Nintendo, Nintendo right. 64. And he's on YouTube now. So he is a fully a YouTube channel. I don't know if he sells a website or not, but it's a cinema. Does he do short form, though? Like- cinema Massacre. Yeah. Like I'd say each review is about. OK, so here's an example. The one that just came out this week. I just watched it this morning. Um, he goes over the Earthworm Jim trilogy. So mm. the first two came out on Sega SNES and the third one was an N64 exclusive. So uh, a content warning, he definitely like he's the angry video game nerd. So he definitely, um, you know, he gets angry and and he uses uh, uh, the language that you might expect to go along with him. He's very cartoony. He's very like he like, destroys these games. Uh, so it's Mas- like it's like cinema, cinema massacre. So like cinema and massacre cinema massacre. I think I have never written the word massacre. Yeah, M-A-S-S-A-C-R-E. Is it two S's? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're it right. It looks word. right. Okay. Yeah, Cinemassacre. It is a fun word. So uh, moving on. So my second one was Adventures in Ardia, and this one is a, a very quick one. Adventures in Ardia is a, a TikTok channel, and this guy is a big Dungeons & Dragons fan, and his show is called Roll for Sandwich, and I think I've talked about him on the <laughs> podcast before, but he uh, uses his, like, Dungeons & Dragons dice and die dice, and he has, like, this cool little tower. He drops them in, and uh, he rolls for bread, so he's got all the lists of bread mm. that could be on there, and whatever number comes up, that's the bread he has to use. He rolls for main, which is uh, meat, some kind of protein. He rolls for cheese. He rolls for for roughage, which I've never heard that word before, mm-hmm. his show, but roughage, so like, you know, uh, vegetables, kind of things like that. Yeah, because it's high fiber. Ex- yeah, roughage. And then um, wild magic, which is like weird stuff, Sauces. like sprinkles. <gasps> and ah. you'll know he has his own one for sauce. That's mm. like you the just last reminded one. me of another content creator oh, that dang. didn't make my list. Okay. Oh, my 
Now, is this? Did you talk about this guy where like he doesn't really do much other than just that every single day? As f- yeah, doesn't talk really. Or, like, was uh, that what it was? It's basically yeah. It's basically every. Uh, I, I say basically because he's on a couple different things, but um, extra stuff. But basically, that's the show. It's like mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, every day he makes a new sandwich. And does he eat it? Yeah, so that's oh, the okay. thing, dude. Unless he's like deceptive with his editing which i don't believe he is like he actually like eats his sandwich and stuff and he's really he's kind of got the good qualities Mm. of like a food network host because he talks Mm. about like why things would pair well and this should go Uh. well with this and and it's great because man sometimes the sandwiches are like actually really good surprisingly and sometimes they're just completely bonkers and like super gross and so that's kind of fun too so it's really like if it's really good it's awesome and if it's really gross it's awesome if somewhere in between it's still like it's just super interesting so highly hmm. recommend it's called adventures and already a roll for sandwich and what i think is really cool about him is so many people on tiktok have copied his format hmm. and there's roll for cereal roll for ice cream roll for taco hmm. roll for barbecue and i've watched you know like when those come up like I, i'll watch them and they're like interesting but there's just Not something good. about the original. Yeah, yeah there's just huh. he's really, really good. So Adventures and Ardia, I would recommend if you want to see his stuff just on TikTok, just type in Roll for Sandwich. That's easier. <laughs> there I Ruined It is yeah. such yeah. a joy. I send these to you guys all the time. Okay, this is but TikTok. is he the one that started the um the woody sound effect going really long? Like and it glitches and stuff. I have no clue. I, I I am out of this group for sure. I'm I'm the newest to TikTok. I don't mm-hmm. think I haven't had the TikTok app for a year yet. I don't believe. But um, yeah, basically he takes like a, a well known beat, and you're like okay, and then he adds on uh, the lyrics or weird stuff. It's really hard to describe uh, from another song, and it's called There I Ruined It. And then my favorites are the ones that um, he puts this weird mashup together. And then it says, oops, I liked it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a a lot of times, though, he uses the lyrics from another song to actually ruin a different song. So, yeah. like, the bass song is, like, something we all know and love, whatever. And then the, the lyrics he puts in there kind of weird owls it almost. Yeah. Or, like, or like makes it say something different. Or the best part is sometimes, like, if you, like, it'll make it say what everyone was hoping the song would have actually sure, said. Or, sure. like, oh, like, yeah. Because you know I mean? like, he'll, like, splice in stuff yeah. from others. And, and he's uh, using the melody the, it's not just he, the he lyrics it's the remix the pitch yeah. it's yeah. so cool that's using a program called melodyne oh, or nice. or it's logic pro it looks like logic it. it looks like logic because it's a lot of people use yeah. melodyne but oh if it gosh. looked like it i don't like remember it me, yeah it's so, so it cool like it's uh you know he'll take like uh i don't know like some like uh, for some reason this melody is in my head like say it's like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer <laughs> but then he takes like uh, a regular song so like uh i don't know taylor swift or something oh yeah and he like can like match those two together you yep. know like so it's be- me hi i'm the problem bah, bah, bah. you know mm-hmm. it's me <laughs> you know or something like that like i'm on the fly, I can't really do a good one, but yeah, that's hard. It's always right? really fun. I was like, "You're really going for this." I would have, I would have like, yeah, yeah, bailed like, out a while kinda, ago. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't great, but he does a great job, and it's funny, and they're really cool. You should just play an example. Um, they're short. Yeah. Will we run into copyright weird stuff? No. I would. You know what? Because we'll run into um, what what's that called? Um, fair use. Fair use. Fair like use. that is is we're not the main part of our show. On it. Yeah, we're commentating on it. We're. We're not um, just straight up copying. All right, so there I ruined it. I'm just going to pick a random one. Is this the, uh, oh, American Pie. Oh, 
<laughs> That's pretty good. Next thing you know. <laughs> low, low. See? So and that is also a Weird Al song too. And, that, yeah, uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. I know yeah. all of that one. Yeah, yeah. he does. Um, so American Pie and that, with and that Apple was logic. bottom jeans. That okay, was, yeah. that was Logic Pro. That's the Apple uh, mm-hmm. recording. So software. I feel like that's a good example because he pretty much does well-known melodies and well-known songs and like just mashes them up. So it's cool. I like it when it like mm-hmm. shows up on my for you page. Yeah. or you know, and for I, those like of I you who are spam on you guys TikTok, a lot. That's the curated TikTok page. Yeah, that's the that's like showing up on a news feed. Or yeah, I like I like that a lot. It's so, your main feed. And this is going into my next one. Speaking of music, this guy named Todd in the Shadows. So uh, my good buddy Jeff, who's a frequent listener and viewer. So oh, shout hey, out Jeff. Jeff. What's up, um, Jeff? Jeff would also be very. My name's like, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. My name's Jeff. Jeff and I, uh, would, he goes back with Cinemasker a long time, too. So I know he knows exactly oh, cool. what I'm talking about with that. But Todd in the Shadows, my buddy Jeff, actually uh, showed me. And he's been talking to me about it for years. And I finally looked him up on YouTube. This guy's really cool. Todd in the Shadows. So his gimmick, he's Todd. You never see him. It's uh, him and his keyboard. He's in the shadows and he does reviews of one hit wonders. That's probably his main Mm. YouTube series. The one hit wonder review retrospective. So he'll take a song like um, Mambo number five was one that he's done recently. (laughs) And but here's what's great about it. He he does videos are probably 15 to 20 minutes. But like you learn the history of, in this case, Lou Bega, Mm. who he was before Um, everything that leads up to the hit. He really does a good job of chronicling like what the world was like around that time and like all this stuff. And then it's like the failed follow up. So then it kind of dives into what was the next song and why Mm. did it fail? And sometimes some people had more hits and or like more songs that you remember than you would think of like, oh, you know, maybe sometimes they really weren't a true one hit wonder Mm. or maybe their career was bigger elsewhere. And then I always love at the end, he always asks the question, did they deserve better? Which I really like. So then some people, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, they definitely did. Some people's like, no. Um, So it's like kind of a it's historical, but it's pop culture. Um, He's fun. He's not super zany or anything um, about it. He's like informative, but funny. It's it's balanced. It's it's really good. So I highly recommend Todd. It's like in-depth watch mojo. Yes, I would say that. Yeah. And he's just a good character. And and one thing I I noticed a lot of these is like you get to you just really enjoy the people who make it. Mm. And so like even if like the episode isn't about something like super interesting, like I would probably be likely to watch it and just sort of see like what he had to say about it. So I just snatched a gnat out of the air that was bothering you. Nice. Nailed it. Okay, that's a good show. uh, Nailed it is a great show. (laughs) I think that guy I might have seen some of his videos. Oh, like, Todd in the Shadows? Did he cover what's that one song? Do 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 Oh Hallelujah. Maybe. Hallelujah. It would because I heard his story like someone talk about the history of that one. And that was interesting because it wasn't it wasn't a hit. And it took like five bands or something like that before it actually became mm. a hit. It was a failed song, and we all know it today. Wow. I, I don't think, I just know a Shrek. quick <laughs> YouTube, I don't think that he's covered that song. Oh, I, okay. I typed in Todd in the Shadows, Hallelujah. So. I might be thinking of someone else then. Oh. Yeah, but I highly recommend if you like music history at all or you know anything like that, like popular music history. So is this your number one now? This is my last one. Um, I don't like, did you rank yours? 
Um, and not really. Just threw yours out, yeah, man. I'm just kind of throwing mine out there. So this this last one I'm going to talk about of my official list is um, the newest one to me. His name's Windagoon. Mm-hmm. Windagoon is on YouTube. <laughs> That's fun. And to say. he yeah he's a really interesting guy. So he got his start doing um, icebergs. Are we familiar with icebergs? Okay, I've heard of icebergs before? Yes. <laughs> so well, that lettuce leads or into ice? <laughs> like, isn't it a brand? So an For- iceberg is a way of I wouldn't say ranking things but it's kind of ranking things and so the um, the tip of the iceberg is like the most the thing that like everybody knows about a topic mm. and then as you go further down the iceberg it gets into like lesser known stuff mm. so you could oh, okay. do like well for example one of his most popular ones he has one about like um, horror movies and so like the stuff like in the in the tip of the iceberg would be I don't know like Psycho and Friday the 13th and stuff mm. like that The Shining and then it just kind of moves down to like weird crazy stuff you've never heard of before hmm. um cool. he does he does stuff like that um conspiracy well, he does icebergs on conspiracy theories and things like that he is just kind of an all-around um interesting topics like that so if it's about conspiracies he touches on video games he did a five hour youtube video it was like five hours and 42 minutes that came out last week about a book by cormac mccarthy did he called- read the book Jeez. No. well <laughs> That'd be a quick read. He kind of he did read a lot of excerpts in it, but um, it's, it's about a book called Blood Meridian uh, by Cormac McCarthy, and I knew it's nothing about name. it. It is, mm-hmm. and uh, but he just basically went through the whole story and gave his analysis, and it was fascinating. Now, did I watch that in one setting? Of course not, but like over a week, you know, thirty minutes here, whatever. Wow, um, very long form, um, and here's what's really cool about him: he talks about all this stuff, and then like. He's a Christian. He teaches Sunday school. And I never would have guessed very that based cool. on some of like the content. But he's very clean. But obviously some of the content is like, you know, like real stuff. So he does true crime. Mm-hmm. He covers just all these kind of interesting things. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. I would just for him, I would say like look up his channel and then see if any of the topics he covers interest you. And it's not super highly edited. It's usually him in front of a camera talking and he'll have a whiteboard. He's very academic. He's a very mm. smart young man. Like I really just, man, I, I huh. like his content. Windigoon W E N D I G O O N. Um, super good. So he had one <laughs> like even stuff that like, I would not even think I would ever be interested in. He did a video, about like the entire story of Five Nights at Freddy's, and I'm like, why do I care wow. about this? My because kid- it did kind of just come out with like zero context. Yeah. And you're just like what is this and game? So, yeah. And so, and and you know, like my kids, like my boys especially, like they'll they've watched YouTube on that, and they think it's kind of cool. And I like my my oldest reads books, you know, some of the book stuff. So I was like, okay, and I was fascinated. Like the way he presented it made it seem like a really cool story, and he connects mm. all the dots. And um, man, I don't know. It just really just. It was good content. I'm, I'm like locked that. in with with the stuff that he talks about and the way he talks about it. So um, mm. he's one of them that definitely have earned have has earned like if I don't really think I'm going to like a subject or know about it, I'm going to at least give it a shot. And usually I'm sucked in. So. I have a couple like that, too. Like sometimes like I don't I don't my first reaction isn't to watch the, the, the video. Yeah. But I remind myself always you've never been disappointed. Just watch it. 
and then I watch it, and I'm never disappointed. Exactly. I, I, don't, I can't think of someone that's specifically like, right now, but yeah. I'm, I have co- creators like that. And that feels good, though, because like, you feel like you're growing and you're expanding yeah. your horizons. And then my fun one, is because I've mentioned this guy on this podcast a mm-hmm. hundred times in the past, is TitanicFan97 on TikTok. That's an honorable mm-hmm. mention because that's six, yeah. right? That's my honorable mention. Okay. So I'm not going to do a deep dive. He collects Titanic on VHS, and <laughs> wow. he's silly and stupid, and I love it. So Nice. Awesome. Thanks for humoring my list. Yeah. Awesome. This uh, battle, Brian. You can go next, and then yeah, record me. I'm gonna I'm gonna record, but you need to like challenge within like. Yeah. Drew, we just heard your list, but mine is better. Yeah. And then yeah, say yeah. your list or something like so that. So you guys you know? like, except for a couple. Yeah, you guys really didn't know. So I'm curious to see. Yeah. Like, no strong opinions, but I'm curious to see if. I'll so here we go, Brian. I'm gonna I'm gonna move my mic so I can actually okay. record you better. Bear with us for behind the scenes, guys. <laughs> Your butt's on the screen. <laughs> yep. All right. We just heard Drew's list, but I think I have the best list here, right? Uh, so my top five content creators to bring to you guys today, starting at number five, Elsa Ray and Baron on YouTube. Number four, Pro Home Cooks on YouTube. Number three, Vice Fitness on TikTok. Number two, Connor Price. This one's the cheater because it's kind of two. It's two separate creators, but they're they're best friends. Connor Price and Nick D. Uh, and number one is super nerdy. Sorry, Linus Sebastian of uh, Linus Tech Tips. Linus Linus Tech Tips. <laughs> Whoa, Short Circuit uh, and um, uh, Tech Linked. So uh, yeah, those are mine. That's awesome. I'm really intrigued by some of yours. Yeah, I've heard of Linus before. There's yes. one I'm a little surprised I didn't hear. Okay. But it's on my list. So. Okay, there you go. All right. So number five. Yeah, I've seen this guy. Elsa Ray and Baron. Um, this one's a super obscure, uh, but I, they caught some traction, and they, they're just really, really cool and, and very inspiring. And, like, um, so basically what it is is they are homesteaders. Oh, so cool. they they are both working on – so so. Like a, a tiny home type thing or – No, kind of, yeah. So homesteaders means that they literally – bought just barren land in Colorado. They have 40 acres in Colorado that they bought just out in the mountains and they are building from scratch. So they're literally building up their lives. Like they, they have to, they build, they start with zero dollars. Like, well, they have money, but they've, they've had to build up, they built up money, (laughs) but they have, they just have like, like they go into town and get pieces and stuff like that. But right. But they vlog about it. They vlog about the whole thing. They literally have to, they built a, bathroom essentially it was their first like outhouse they built like an outhouse with a shower and a toilet and it's like that and like they have to um they have a scamp it was kind of their first thing they have a they have a 13 foot scamp scamp tramp yeah they have a (laughs) 13 foot scamp trailer that they have on their car and they they've moved several times but they finally are settling down here and they um they just have like these different phases they've gone through first they built the outhouse for the for the well first they cleaned up right they made kind of like mm, some oh, areas sure. some paths some areas and then they they built their outhouse so they can shower in bathrooms like that and then the next thing they built was they bought a shipping container oh, and cool. they they turned it into an office they cut the side out uh. of it and put this really big window panes in it and like with like the desk sticks out and it looks out into this pretty valley there are certain and points in in this kind of thing that mm-hmm. i think i would really enjoy right except I'm a little bit like Rose where like homesteading and all that stuff would be fun as a challenge, but not a permanent thing. Permanent thing. Yeah, sure. they're doing it so, permanent. Yeah. But what's interesting, too, is that they both still have like real jobs. 
Mm-hmm. So like Baron, they commute or are they no they're virtual? online only. Cool, so Baron nice. is a so Baron's have, a web developer. So they have to have they have some internet. Sort of, or do they could do like solar power? Yes, that's another big thing that they do, and that they that's they, part I'd be they partnership in. with. So they have um shoot I can't remember the name of the brand that they they advertise. So they're just completely off grid. They're off grid. They're completely off grid. Cool. They literally set out solar panels throughout the day, charge their batteries. Yeah. And they, they make grow their, their own food. Probably. Yeah, they make their own food. They go hunting. They do all stuff like that. And they they every so every couple episodes or whatever they will go on like a backpacking trip and to another area entirely. And so um, hmm. they're just so inspiring that you can watch them to be like, I could do this. <laughs> I could go move rocks around on my property and you know figure this out. You know, yeah, uh, it's super cool. Like they they present a challenge. It's fun and, when you see someone else do it. Yeah, <laughs> but it, like you can live kind of vicariously through. Yeah, whatever. That sounds good. All right, my next one, number four, is Pro Home Cooks, mm-hmm. and this one will also have a um, this one will also have a uh, um, honorable mention associated similar to it. So Pro Home Cooks, um, I uh, I was very inspired by this channel to actually do some home cooking myself. Um, so, you know, over the last year I've gone through, um, some, I've gone through some depression. I've gone through, uh, you know, get heavy here, gone through some depression, gone through, um, a fitness journey, you know, um, lost a bunch of weight and stuff like that. And one of the things that kind of helped me, um, focus some of my energy or like, um, you know, uh, just kind of therapeutic was to cook at home. Mm. Um, I would watch his videos, which by the way, are just top notch. They're incredibly Mm -hmm. high quality. Um, and his his personality is super super good for this. He's just an everyday dude. The whole mm-hmm. point is that everyone and anyone can cook and make high quality food um, at home. Um, and he teaches really well. He's a super good teacher. Um, and he'll talk about different ingredients and why you use certain certain tools and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He talks. He, he's really good about just telling you like um, making these these meals simple. Fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes, whatever. Uh, kind of the Rachel Ray approach, you know. Yeah. Um, I just really appreciate how his, it's very calming too, like the way he talks and the way like the way it's presented is super good, and it's high quality like video and lighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he has literally a house just for his studio, mm-hmm. so he has this kitchen and everything just for it, and it's been remodeled and it's like super nice and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Um, but he does so good with it. Um, like I said, it was inspiring as well. I I learned how to make homemade red sauce and pasta hmm. learning how to use the pasta water um to thicken sauces and to, and to, you know integrate it all together and make very light sauces even that's another mm-hmm. thing so you can kind of just like you can just you can boil some noodles put them in a pan and well before you put them in the pan you can pull some pasta water out parmesan garlic and just that's it and butter like you can just like because because it's got all the starch in the water it's your it's your thickening agent and so you can just make sauces yeah like um uh like some italian chefs call it like uh tears of the gods kind of thing or or like um (laughs) and like pasta water is like essential and like a lot of people don't use it but it's it's part of putting the flavor keeping the flavors all in there it's like that it was really cool so um i've actually watched this guy and oh you have i was gonna say i i i had to look him up to make sure it was the right one. Yeah. I found him because he did a really neat video about um, home home chef or one of those things, and okay. like he tried, he got the box and oh, then okay. he bought the ingredients and he tried to see like if ah. it was really worth the money. Very and cool. It was really cool. It was a gir- very informative, and it wasn't like out to get you or anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, like oh, home chef sucks, or yeah. I keep saying home chef, like Blue Apron or whatever. One yeah, HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Hello Thank you. That's there probably you what is HelloFresh. But yeah, yeah. So it's HelloFresh, right? Hello. Yes. 
Hello Fresh. I thought you guys were saying Hella. Hella Fresh, y'all. <laughs> Hello Fresh, y'all. Yeah. Hello Fresh, y'all. <laughs> if I made it, it would be called Hello Fresh, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was that guy's awesome. Yeah. So that's another YouTube. So both Elsa Ray and and um and Baron and then uh, Pro Home Cooks. Those are both YouTube channels. Uh, so this is my first TikTok one right here, right? Ooh. Vice Fitness. Again, kind of disclaimer. Okay. He he uses some language and stuff like that. Um, but if you're interested in a fitness journey. Um, or if you're interested in trying to find just the simplest way to just get started as long as well as providing some science, um, some science and like some learning education mm-hmm. in general, vice fitness is outstanding. Cool. He, um, he's also another really cool thing is that he will tell you specifically, he's like, I'm not jacked. I'm not like over the top. I'm not like these, these dudes who are just like, I'm not a gym bro. Cause I don't want to look like that. He's like, I spent 10 years building up like that. He's like, I don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, cause if you look at him, he just looks like an, it looks like fairly athletic. Um, just like, uh, you know, he's definitely, he's definitely above average, mm-hmm. like buildings like that, but he's not crazy at all. Sure. And so he's like, he, he points it out. He's like, I don't want to do that anymore. He's like, I want to go out on the weekends, you know, and like have fun. So he's like, I do, I do all this stuff so I can enjoy this other stuff. That's and cool. I, he's found a happy medium where he's at. Um, but you know, he has a similar body type to me and so like that. And so, um, the way he teaches though, he just like, well, he'll like, he'll like lay out three sets of something, you know, three sets of three modules. And then he'll just have a, he'll splash it up on the screen and say, screenshot this, do these, do these things, you know? Oh, and cool. Jared, you and I have done some of these workouts. Oh, That's okay, the one. one. Yeah. That guy. Um, he yeah, teaches, thanks dude. Yeah. He <laughs> teaches really cool things too, as well. Like, um, like, uh, learning about zone two cardio or the cardio zones. Hmm. Um, understanding how your body works and what your body's doing in those phases will help you target, um, target training a little bit better. Um, for instance, he's a huge proponent of zone two cardio, which I had no idea about. Um, but zone two for most people is somewhere between 100 and 125 or 130 um, BPM oh, okay. um, while your your heart rate while you're while you're doing the exercise. Um, the interesting part about it is that in zone two, your body is utilizing fat store like um, fat in your bloodstream, stored fat, liver fats, hmm. um, not like not body fat yet or like um, not that kind of stuff. So it's using more li- metabolized liver fa- liver fats to power your your exercise. Um, not carbs. So, um, humans have about an hour to hour to two hours worth of carbs. So if you're working in zone three, four or five, if you're on like a long bike ride and you're, you're staying elevated that whole time, or you're running anything like that, if you've ever done higher intensity workout or something like that, like hiking, even that you've done for a, a long time. And all of a sudden you hit a wall where you just lose all your energy and you're just like, I feel like trash. That's because you ran out of carbs. Oh, and so what's really cool about it, zone two is that zone two is um, your body burning fat and you don't need to replenish that. Oh, cool. So when you're done with the exercise, you can go much longer. And then when you're done with the exercise, you're not hungry. You're not or like starving because you don't, right. your body is not telling you I need to replenish this. So it's 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 the mountain. It's the base of the mountain of fitness, essentially. Hmm. So people highly underrate or under um, appreciate walking. Right. Walking is absolutely one of the best exercises you can do. Right. And it's something I've integrated into my life is every day at work, I try and take a 20 minute walk. So 10 out, 10 back. Cool. Um, and that's, and w- that's zone two almost the entire time. And that's 150 calories right there. So, I mean, like it's just an extra 150 in your budget right there. Um, and it was just really, really cool. He, he teaches that and, and teaches how, um, as you gain fitness, your zone 
moves up. And as that zone moves up, if you can get your zone two up into the 130s and 140s, the more efficient your body is at burning the fat. So it's it's really, really cool. So that's how you gain endurance like that. So, yeah, it's your baseline. Um, that's probably a long explanation, but that's something I learned from him that has changed my mentality and changed my whole you know fitness journey. And another thing he's all about, too, along with another creator is um, uh, another creator, evidence based fitness. Um, both of them or evidence based training, I think is what it is. They are they are like, keep it simple, stupid. Like it literally weight loss journey is all about calorie deficit sure that's all that truly matters you can lose weight eating oreos only all day as long as you're eating less calories than you're than you're burning sure he's like it, he points out he's like you're gonna feel like trash but you're not gonna have great <laughs> body composition but it's a thing so like so anytime I, I talk to people about my fitness journey or whatever they're like oh yeah i'm doing this card i'm doing this keto or whatever i'm just like mm. forget that just worry about car calorie deficit you know and like and like people try and make it way too complicated to make money obviously but it's a money industry but keep it simple yeah (laughs) calorie in calorie out that's awesome anyway um so i forgot about my uh shout out for pro home cooks back on pro home cooks number number four um a shout out to a um a uh um honorable mention Mm -hmm. would be ethan schlebowski um he does he has a youtube channel that's kind of like pro home cooks except for it's not really teaching you about how to make food necessarily it's talking about concepts of food Hmm. like and kind of proving out why we do things certain ways or like what's actually better like you know um how to make a sandwich properly so like like we're talking like like a hoagie or like a like a deli sandwich right so like um using using a sauce on both sides of the bread to help keep keep it contained in a certain way and mm-hmm. wrapping it is also another big thing like you go to like a, a deli they're gonna wrap it really tight right. and then cut it in half and and present it that way like he he does like why do we do this and like he talks about you know like the Maillard reaction and how uh, what at what point you know does food start browning and why does it brown like those kind of huh. things he gets really into science behind it and like taste testing and like figuring out like should we do salt when do we salt pasta water and like all this kind of stuff it's really really cool. Ethan something each Ethan Chlebowski it's like C H L E B O W S K I or that Chlebowski awesome he's really really cool and super again very very um calm like he doesn't really use a lot of background music he just does like and he's got a really cool set and he's just cool. he's just very educational very cool. that sounds good so where are you now three uh i'm i'm moving on to number two number two oh, two is connor price slash nick d that one's where i'm yeah. breaking the rules a little bit here because they are two separate which creators. i know nick d more right yeah you know nick d more um um Connor recently blew up more on TikTok um, and has a lot more followers. Um, like on really? music, yeah. Connor's actually a lot more popular than, than oh. Nick D. But Connor and Nick Not a are <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Connor and Nick are best friends. Um, but uh, I don't know if you, if you if you've heard the sound on uh, on TikTok, someone using like people using the song called "Fine Apple." If you a fruit, you be a fine apple. If you words, you be the fine print. That anyway. So that was um, a song written by um, yeah, he Nick turned D. on his auto tune there. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. So that was Nick D. Um, did that song and he kind of blew up and it was using a lot of like that sound was used a lot. Um, but both Nick D. and Connor Price are independent artists who are proud that they're independent and they are staying independent. Um, in fact, they they talk about it in a lot of their songs. They'll be like, you know, you're not getting a piece of this pie. Mm. Like, There's a lot of big names too that are saying yeah. you don't really need a label right. these days because uh, it's all right. about no. community building. Right. It's sure. not about absolutely a fan base that comes with a studio right. and a quality. Yep. Like everyone can do this now and 
He talks with about the that. internet. He, it, yeah, it's crazy. He's like, I just need my laptop. You're not finding new music on Mix 93.3 Correct. or whatever anymore. Yeah. And then it's way cheaper. You keep a lot of the proceeds. The only thing that could be missing is like the marketing side of yep. things. But you can then you do end that. up with Connor Price, though, who's outstanding. Him, his wife is his manager, and he's um, he's big on TikTok and blew up recently because he started a um, a series um, called Spin the Globe. And basically, what he would do is he'd have a globe, he'd spin it, and he would just land a land his finger on it and wherever he landed he would find an up-and-coming artist who needs more attention oh that's him yeah i think i might have seen that actually that sounds familiar to me in that in that area and and basically he would collab with them yeah so he would release he released singles like every week for a couple weeks I think he's like seven or eight of these versions. Um, but like he had one with the with a singer from the Netherlands and he had one with a singer from Nigeria. And Did he, he had one with like for, a rapper from somewhere like a small African country. I feel like I that's the killer or killer, I think is his name. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was I think that was um, um, I don't remember the name of the song on that one. But yeah, Killa was I think he's the Nigerian one. That's cool. Um, and then there was uh, Siri from India. Um, she was really, really good. And then there was series. Not that. Siri, <laughs> okay. Not that. Siri. Um, He's had to press and hold on his phone. Right, yeah. But it was really, really cool. The way he did it, though, was like the the series had the same format. It was like it was like fast talking, like, all right, I spin the globe and I put my finger here and we we find someone who's in this, you know, in this area. And so I sent them a I sent them a demo. They sent me back and we did this. And then he just shows the, the collab. Yeah, like he does it really fast like yeah. that and then shows the collab. It's kind of like the same intro every single time. Yeah. And that's probably days of yeah. know, work. And right. Oh, back and forth. And all stuff. Yeah. And so he he every single song that Connor Price puts out is a is, is knocks it out of the park. Huh. So dang good. He also, like I said, he, he brags, you know, rightfully about not having a manager other yeah. than his wife um, or not having like a, an agent. Um, but he had Courtney Cox and Idris Elba. Wow. Like he collabs with Idris the Elba. People's elbow. <laughs> he collabs. He collabs with Idris Elba that was for you, Drew. on That's multiple funny. on multiple it. songs. He has like three songs with Idris Elba. Um, and so he gets all these. You know, he 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 does all this hustling. Oh, because Idris is a DJ, right? Idris okay. Elba. He's a sing- he's a he's an actor. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. But he's I, Heimdall in Marvel movies. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I thought oh, also, I yeah. thought he collabed with him on his like DJ. Yeah, and also yeah, um, in the cool. office he was. Um, Heimdall is in the office. Yes. Yeah, there's a, he's a big character in the office actually. I can't remember what? his name. Um, not it was before Robert California. It's, like big physically. Remember he big? replaced he replaced Jan. The big black guy who replaced Jan, who had zero. You're trying not to say that, were you? <laughs> no. Um, he he just had he has zero tolerance for anything, and everyone hated him. I cannot remember his name. Charles. I don't remember. Charles. I don't remember that. Wow. It's like he's there for like two seasons. He's their boss for like two seasons. Oh. Remember he worked for well, the I office. The, I've for a seen while? the office like. Yeah. Once all the way through. Twice hodgepodge, and then probably first three seasons. For three times. I've seen it six <laughs> times all the way through. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> the, the rest of the memories is just from people right. talking about it. Yeah. yeah, his name's Charles. He's he's the he's the regional manager for a couple seasons, and he's uh he's he works from the office for a while, uh and from the conference room and whatnot. Um. Anyway, so um, Connor Price and Nick D are both just such amazing creators. They're outstanding. Nick D has really good style. There's too. that scarecrow. I know. Like, <laughs> I was trying to avoid he, it. I'm so, in this field. I really like Nick D's um, Nick D's style too because he does uh, he does several like music videos of the same song, 
but it's not a music video. It's just like a clip of him like getting ready to do it. Like he'll like be standing in the middle of a street, have all his equipment sitting out in the street, and he'll, he'll like do like a like stand in place, sing and dance kind of thing. Hmm. And then a car is coming. He's like, ah, oh, crap. And he has to like get all this stuff. And like you hear, you hear like behind the scenes people and like that. It's really. Oh fun. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I saw he, that one. He does stuff like that. So Nick has his own style, and um, they're both like pop rap kind of style. Um, Connor can do any style. He, I mean, they both can. Um, but and Nick D has a few of them that are really good, uh, like drive songs. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain like summer drive, hand out the window. Sure, yeah. Like that's its own genre in my yeah, mind. Chill. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like chill, like, but yeah. it's like it's I don't know. Yeah. It's upliftingly chill somehow, mm-hmm. and yeah. He's got a very unique style, very unique voice. I really like it. Um, and another uh, another thing. Um, is uh ooh, I lost that. <laughs> well, it's gone. Anyway, it's okay. <laughs> moving on to my last one. Uh yeah, yeah moving none. on to my last one is Linus Sebastian. Um he is a entrepreneur. He's the CEO of Linus Media Group, which has many YouTube channels and they have like two hundred employees or something like that now. It is one of the largest it is one of the largest uh media uh YouTube media companies. Um but they are and, and he's very, very ethical around how he does some of his how he does business. He does things with um he can he can come off as kind of a jerk sometimes. Um, that's just kind of his his character almost. But like that's he he's just kind of a kind of a, a over the top um, person. But anyway, um, he's really really cool because it's more about consumer electronics and they dive into they do dive into like my area with like servers and stuff like that. But it's more about like how can you use a server for home use and stuff mm. like that. But um, they just do all these kinds of crazy stuff like They'll l- test build a things. PC. Yeah, that's a big thing they're getting into now is they have a huge lab. They have a whole lab system where they can where they can test like test manufacturer claims. So they yeah. can say, OK, what's the actual operating temperatures that this this can work in? Or like, was this over engineered or under engineered? They'll find out, you know, does this video card operate in 80, 80 degrees Celsius air? You know, can it stay cool while doing this or whatever? And then they'll be like, or they'll be like, they'll, they test monitors, like their refresh rates and their timings and all that stuff. And they or, test. Yeah, like, does it really matter? Like, yes. That's the big 240 one. frames per second for gaming. Yeah, that's like, does it big, really matter? That's like, one of the bigger videos they put yeah. out, which was taking esports champions um, and put them in front of, you know, uh, blind like blind testing like mm. a 60 hertz monitor a 120 a 144 a 240 yeah. and a 360 and being like okay can you actually tell first off can you tell and they have to like identify yeah. you know which one's the higher refresh rate and then they're then they went to like reaction testing like mm-hmm. ha- like does having the higher refresh rate matter or like frames per second being higher like the the video card is putting out 360 frames per second but your monitor can only display 240 per second does that matter? Like, is it, and, and their determination is, it's yes. kind of a sinking thing. So yeah, you, you technically know. get a more updated view. If your frames per second is higher than your, than your refresh rate on the monitor. So they, they determined that and pointed that out. There's like, you can get away with a 240 Hertz monitor as long as your rate, your frame rates are coming so, out. Yeah, higher. When, so like basically that. the Hertz lines up with the frame rates. If you yeah. didn't know that, but yeah. when it comes to like movie watching and all that, Dude, classic 60 frames a second is all, or 60 hertz, really. Right. Because you're going to be watching at 24 frames. Yeah. And then just a real quick stab at, like, 
guys, stop doing that like smooth motion. Oh my gosh. Because this is related to that channel. They say that all the time. All the time. Stop doing that smooth motion and all that. It's adding frames that were never there. Yeah. So it's it's technically like an AI. They, essentially. Most most TVs so, processors have AI processors in yeah. them. Yeah. So like when you watch sports, um, that's usually 30 frames a second. Any anything that's like TV network. The standard is 30 frames a second if you're in the U.S. or Japan. Which or means there are hertz. 30 still images per second, which yeah. blend together to make a So if you go motion. get a 120 hertz, 120 frames per second TV just to watch football, mm-hmm. that doesn't really make sense. Right. So. Right. But more specifically, if you get a TV from the store, it almost always has smooth frames turned on by default. It's yeah. like action smoothing or LED motion or some of those terms turn that off. Everything does not need to look like a soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. Like it's you can tell. You can tell why uh, oh, why is this TV look it like it always it's throws me not off. Not the when TV, I see that, it's like the settings. House. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had a TV that's done that, but like yeah. I can yeah. always tell it's like, whoa, yeah. this looks weird. It's because yeah. it's too smooth. <laughs> TV yeah. there's supposed to be a, a certain amount of blur and motion yeah. motion blur in movies yeah. and TV. And the original content just didn't have that yeah. anyway. So you're right. adding it looks weird, weird yeah. stuff. There is that. content that is meant to be consumed at high refresh rates, which, which video games. Video games, yeah. And live streaming of some things, you know, like certain. If they live streamed it at that. Content, yeah, certain certain content is meant some to be Some YouTube like can that. do 60. Yeah. You can do 120 even on. Really? They have, yeah, they go up oh. to 120 on, on right. YouTube now. But well, uh, anyway. Well, we geeked out there. <laughs> we did geek out. Yeah, so Linus Tech Tips, tech tips super. Super nerdy, but super cool as well because they will teach you how to build a computer. If you watch enough Linus Tech Tips, you can you can just build learn how to build a computer. They had an entertaining version of it where their wives had to do it and they had to be in the other room or something. Oh, that's cool. Or the better one, my one of my favorites was their Secret Shopper series where they 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 sent a one of their graphic designers who knows nothing about technology. Right? They had they had her go on a shopping experience. They went to like I buy power main gear um, and um, like all these different um, uh, origin PC Dell HP like they went to the top uh, top pre build providers and they just put them through the process. They hmm. basically just said like call their number and just go through the whole thing and they they found how much BS was out there like they oh. literally were like they would go That's through the whole cool. process with with HP and they'd be like we told it was it's more like I think it was Dell or HP one of the two they were like. We said no to the extended warranty four times and they still snuck it in there like stuff like that. And they were like legitimately like because they have contacts at all these places, too. So then they blow them up. They get on the phone with their with their partner and be like, listen, this experience was horrible. Watch the video. We're putting you on blast because you they they hold they hold consumer um, consumer products to to they hold their feet to the fire. They hold them accountable. And so it's really, really cool. Anyway. I've gone on long enough. Jared. Well, I just got reminded of another one, but oh, and I and I just realized to do the TikTok thing, I need to read my list. So however, oh, yeah, co- you, you got the iPhone, right? So you can airdrop it. Yes. Oh, oh, you have to read your yeah, list. Yeah, because I got to read my list. From you got to read oh, well, it. Make sure and wipe your lens there. Good job. <laughs> my phone tells me to wipe my lens. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is no particular order. Actually, it was at first. Are you going to tell me when you're ready? I will. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Sorry, I gotta cut this guy. All right. <laughs> three, two, one. Well, those were some amazing lists, but you know, this one is even better. You tell me if you relate more to this list. Gary V, 
He's one of the best. This is the... Oh, dang it. Let's redo that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with Zoom. I'm trying to, like, zoom in and make oh, it Oh, okay. Well, I didn't thing. say what it was. Yeah. No, you're cool. So... All right. Okay. Ready? Yep. These top five content creators are hard to ignore. Ooh. Gary V. Corridor Crew. Peter McKinnon, but along with Matty Hapoya. And Mr. Beast. Epic like Epic Light Media. If I run into them on YouTube or on TikTok, I have to consume that content. I just can't get away from it. This has been my list battle. What's yours? That sounded cool, but it was like, okay, that didn't make sense. I can't mess with we the should also, it's okay. so We should cool. also honorable mention how ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> when you said you Mr. Go, Beast, I was like, when you said Mr. Beast, I was like, oh, why didn't I include them? So I, it was hard for me to kind of do a list because there's a lot that I could go into. But, you know, I started thinking of like, okay, what are the people that it's hard to ignore their content? Mm -hmm. Because there are some that I've kind of grown out of, like on my list, um, Peter McKinnon, Matty Hapoya, mm -hmm. they're, they're great for filmmaking um and learning things and they were big with like premiere pro the editor of choice at at the time that i started learning things and they really helped me take off in the filmmaking world and it was awesome and i agreed with a lot of things they're even like when it comes to morals and or even ways that they cut things on videos and uh, the style like it was something i wanted to aim for and then they started getting into the canon world, but I started getting into the black magic design world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I kind of fell off of following them because of that. And then, but they would have, uh, like Peter McKinnon, he had a really good documentary about getting his bucket list shot. And that was very entertaining and inspiring at the same time. For clarification, black magic is a brand of cameras. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know and didn't get the context there. Jared didn't dip Jared's, his toe in the dark arts. Jared's into black magic design. Oh. Yeah. I have to, like, their company name that is, is design. That is name, yep. Um, so I have to say that. But most of the time I'm like, oh, I love black magic. <laughs> cool. Right? I use black context. magic. Context. I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah, I'll be over here. See ya. Please don't curse me. <laughs> well, and on that uh, one that Peter McKinnon was doing, he was just, he, he's so full of energy. And he's fun to watch. And uh, he did his bucket list shot just for a photo and all that he went through just for that. And then made a short documentary about it. It was incredible. Awesome. Um, but I'll go ahead and move on from them. Sounds and scary. I got to say, Corridor Crew here. Mm -hmm. I, I was following them on YouTube and subscribed when they were just called Corridor Digital. And then, then they switched their name to just Corridor because <laughs> they were digital. I don't know what they're reason was right um and their other channel was called sam and nico and they had like behind the scenes and mm -hmm. things that would happen these are the the two main guys that were involved Founders, with making yeah. these uh they would make just short films and they were full of like vfx and hmm. they would partner with someone named like freddie w a lot of people mm -hmm. know him which they made uh they're the ones that made like video game high school on if you've seen that on netflix it's kind of yeah. interesting okay um but, and then there's like the rocket jump and things came from like the halo world and they were making these, um, the, these short films about it. They could be like three minutes, five minutes, but then some could be 10 minutes and they're just very entertaining. And 
um, well, Sam and Nico became Corridor Crew because it started to become more than just about them As two. They grew the business, yeah. So then Corridor Crew really took off. Right. It's kind of like and bigger now than the main it's channel. bigger than their main channel. Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> because it turns out people like that that kind of content and it's like vlog style or something. Or? It yeah, has, they but have, they have shows. They have their okay. like niches and like so their their thing is react like VFX artists react to bad and good CGI. Oh, that's you know? interesting. So those are fun because they'll actually use movies and play the clips and then they'll give their insights about it like. Oh, Sometimes. right here, like you can see this and yeah. oh, that was bad or oh, that's so good. And they would give their insights and it's entertaining even if you aren't in that world. They're yeah, good at describing some, it. Sometimes they even bring on high profile industry people who were oftentimes the, the, the like the VFX supervisor for that movie that they're oh, reacting cool. yeah, to. Yeah, now they have enough or, traction that right. now they're starting, people want to yeah. be on their show bringing that are in people the from Weta, Weta and ILM and like, mm -hmm. and Digital Domain, like bringing yeah. on these people who work on these projects. And what's funny is that sometimes they'll give inside dirt. Sometimes they'll just be like, they'll just admit, they'll just be like, yeah, that shot, you know, we this shot beforehand, before looked really, really good, but then this shot kind of like was lacking. We just didn't have time. Yeah. Be like, they're like, sure. sometimes the it's time or budget. Didn't give yeah. us money. Yeah, so didn't, studio didn't give us enough time or money to, to do that all the way. So we tried our best, yeah. and that's what it ended up as, you know. And they'll give you some of that inside knowledge. But they also do stunt stunt people react. Yeah, and the guy from favorites. the guy that, um, I mean, I was trying to think of his name, but the guy that did the stunts for Black Panther, like he wore the suit a lot, Gee. and he was the one. Yeah, Guy. Yeah. So he was cool. I think he's Guy De Silva. Um, he's on their channel a lot. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um. And then what was the one? It was very, very interesting. And it was it was key. And oh, because they were making a spoof video about stunt doubles. And you know how like stunt doubles, they're kind of like taking the, the main actor or whoever. They're taking their role for just a minute and yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when when you think of Black Panther, you think of, you know, all these main Jack characters, the stunt double could have worn the suit or like done the part a lot more than what you know and they don't get as recognized sure. that's just part of the role that's and it's the point really right but they played on that and took it a step further and it was the cgi stunt double <laughs> and they vfx like this cgi person that kind of looks uncanny on purpose mm -hmm. and <laughs> It's hilarious. Nice. I don't know what it's titled, but you, like you guys got to look it up. You got to watch it. Did you see that one, Brian? I don't think so. So then, but then Guy comes in and they they start like the the VFX one starts having this attitude against Guy, and, <laughs> and then they actually reconcile at the end. But it's all That's fake. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but they shot it like a documentary. That's cool. <laughs> so, anyways, I I really like them. I appreciate them. I can oh, so I can good. grow and be entertained. And it's really cool though the vlogs the vlogs that they do also show the the employees that work there and how they're like a yeah. big family and everything and like they do like behind the scenes sometimes they'll do like even challenges where they'll be like we have three days to make the most satisfying CGI mm. loop that like they'll make oh, it, yeah. like a, that's one of their bigger popular yeah. videos is like they would do like all right we want to make a satisfying loop and so that could involve sound or you know like kind of like one of them that was really popular was like this puzzle piece. 
sliding it was like it's like a piece of metal or whatever it was like sliding across the floor and it like turns and then falls perfectly in the spot mm. slides in and it, the sounds it makes are like really satisfying so it's like asmr yeah. kind of style Ooh. so they were yeah. they had a challenge of who could create the mo- the best cgi a hilarious cool. one was was really weird was like do you get those game ads on your phone sometimes and it's like they oh, purposefully wow. fail oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like showing the gameplay but it's like, like that terrible. One where it's like cut the thing and like the guy like falls and stuff. Yeah, or it's like one of those running ones and you're like trying to shoot through a wall, but oh, then they move over and choose the wrong yes, thing. Yes, 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 yes. I see those all the time. Well, the, there's like a a thing that there's a title about that. I forgot what it's called, but it's like it's just you feel you're so mad at the game and how bad that person portrayed it that it makes you want to go and install the game. I'm gonna show them. To, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And oh, then wow. and then there's this like it's almost like reverse psychology. There's yeah. this oh, incomplete wow. thought in your mind, and even after you scroll away for a bit, it kind of resonates a little. That's wow. hilarious. So you you have this. I I just really got to complete this. I got to fulfill this, and so it makes you download the app. It works. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, they like took that along with other elements that are involved in game ads, and it's like some of the most popular ones. It's That's so, cool. so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> it starts with like a butt slap at the beginning. It's like, oh, and then like weird things just start happening. And that um, <laughs> it's all animated. And it was entertaining, though. Awesome. It was like, whoa. <laughs> um, anyways, they'll go that route, too. Let's move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> what was all that? right? That was a gear shift. That was supposed to be a gear shift. Gotcha. Yeah. That's good. But it was like futuristic too. Gotcha. <laughs> it was. Gotcha. <laughs> Didn't feel like a big rig or something. Here, let's go back old school. <laughs> there you go. Those cams. <laughs> I can't really. Uh, that was so good. Gary V. You got to yep. have Gary uh, V. Oh, yeah. And me listening to Gary V was actually life changing. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy how. Um, you know, I'm a believer and I, I love like some good words from pastors and everything. But at the same time, I kind of needed a lot more of the positivity that Gary Vee was putting out. He preaches, even too, though like in his own way, he's really like close to understanding Christianity. I don't know if he really believes in God in this way or anything. He doesn't really say it. And it's like he's so close. But anybody that listens to him you're going to catch the positivity yeah. and it causes you to start thinking differently. And mm-hmm. then like he comes across as like very intimidating and very black he and does caught, he does cuss a lot. Um, he, he kind of, I, I started when I was listening and he was like taking phone calls and, um, people are like, how do I really get my business to take off? And, and they're like, get off your butt and stop, get off the couch and just go do yeah. like, mm-hmm. Doing is always better than just sitting around and dreaming and wishing and still working for the man. And like, he's like, just do it. You know, and he keeps saying super simple. And he's been a huge inspiration for my business and the direction it starts going. And then now I'm helping other people with like social media. Even it's just advice. I'm just Mm -hmm. giving it away. Like I'm just, if I have a one-to-one or a meeting with someone, I'm just repeating a lot of things that Gary (laughs) V's saying anyways. Cause, yeah, and it's been working like so far on, I've been trying it recently. Cause you know, I was hacked on Facebook, had to delete everything. It was just easier and rebuild. And then I'm not even using the full on strategy, but I'm using 
a similar one that he made and from other things that I've heard and just posting every day. And that's not a lot, but it's crazy. And like, at least in the Raymore Belton market, it's like, dude, domination because there's not a lot of people awesome. posting that much. Well, anyway, so no, that's a good, that's one. cool. That's a um, That'd the biggest thing from him was like the technique. If someone wants to learn how to grow their social media, just real quick, it's jab, 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 right hook. Just like the, the move from boxing. boxing. And, um, that's what Gary V says. And it's like, dude, there's so much content out there that everyone's, when they start their business, they're trying to just ask, 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 take, 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 take. And it's cool to an extent, but people are on social media to be social and they don't want to be on social media just to be sold to. Mm-hmm. So That's you strange. you have to like give value, give tips, give insights, give experiences, give entertainment, make people laugh before sure. you make the ask. So that was my biggest thing from him. Really um, and then Mr. Beast, I don't have to say much, but Mm-mm. I actually really like Mr. Beast and yeah. um, how he does his videos. He's kind of ruined slow form media to a point. Um, just because he's so fast paced that now everyone tries to do that and we've learned that it works and it's like, this sucks, <laughs> even though the graphics and everything aren't as good. It, it could take more editing to make a Mr. Beast video because of all that stuff hmm. than to like make a short film. Wow. It, like as far as editing, at least, cause there's just text everywhere and this and that and sound effects and some people do that with kids' videos. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, that's a lot of work just for this. But, and he's very popular with the kids. Yeah, like my my kids. Um, I made their day by uh, I, at Walmart in the checkout line. They had the Mr. Beast chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. Uh. Just made their day by bringing those home. Like, whoa, where did you find these? <laughs> Walmart, bud. Thought you'd mm-hmm. like it. I don't know if I burped in the I pod on the podcast. I don't, I don't know. know if that was heard, but that was, that was an accident. Me too. Sorry. Just now. Wow. <laughs> Um, but the coolest thing about Mr. Beast is if you find content not actually on his channel. So like there could be some other people that are making a documentary or, or like a vlog or something about like Mr. Beast opening Beast Burger in the mall, you know, and, or on TikTok people have him on a podcast, you know, and he just gives all these insights and this gold of like how to actually make content like that and lots and lots and lots yeah. of money on YouTube. yeah and he's actually at least from what i know he's one of the most humble guys even though mm-hmm. he's it seems like he's always rolling in the dough but he actually just goes and turns around and spins it on it a seems video like he gives back quite well, a bit absolutely. like i've never i don't think i've ever sat and watched any of his videos but like you were just saying i feel like i know a lot about him from other people's stuff about him well he gets, yeah. he gets a lot of um he gets a lot of hate Recently. That's how you know he's doing, doing yeah. good things. Because <laughs> he's starting to step into like humanitarian. Type yeah. Th- yeah. Philanthropy. That. Yep. Sure. So anyways, uh, last one. I'm going to go with Epic Light Media. A lot of people haven't heard of them. Mm. Uh, they are just, you know, another run of the mill uh, <laughs> video company right. who, you know, they they show how to light things sometimes. But it's not that boring. Mm. It's very entertaining. Cool. This is a guy that he'll go, this is a C stand. And I have some in the closet, but you know, it's a, it's a stand that lights go on and you fold it this way. And then he just throws it. He's like, but how durable really is it? And he (laughs) throws it off a roof, you know, and 
Nice. <laughs> so he makes things entertaining, and then sometimes he has this, you know, someone standing in to show the lighting and the difference and everything, and then she doesn't show up one time. Oh, you know, he's he's very dramatic, but in a really entertaining way. Yeah, and it's on purpose. And then at the very end, he says, "If you liked our content, do not subscribe." Oh, you said this. Like, oh, I've heard, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've heard you say this. Go. There's so many other content creators out there. Go follow Peter McKinnon mm-hmm. or go follow this guy. He's really doing awesome things. Just don't follow ours or, you know, mm-hmm. hey, it's like reverse psychology. Oh, that totally triggers that part of the brain. That's yeah. Like, I'll show you. <laughs> he's like, he's all about like, let's just destroy the YouTube algorithm. He's like, hit dislike on this video. Uh-huh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of funny which is so funny because it makes you laugh and you're like <laughs> like I want more of this right but his That's story how he got started was very like inspiring to me because he kind of had nothing and he just put ten thousand dollars into um a pool ad he used to be working for pools mm. cleaning and everything and then he's like wanted to jump into video and he knew some things but um he just dropped ten thousand dollars just to make it just to see if he could wow and he brings in the crew and everything and he realized dude i can do this and then became use that as like portfolio and it was very high quality so then it starts getting the other jobs and everything that's awesome so it was cool he wasn't just curious he was like yeah making portfolio for it smart well that's my list but a couple of honorable mentions on mine was ramit say Anybody heard of him? No, probably not. Well, have you heard of the show How to Get Rich? Yeah, from last <laughs> oh, week, you figured you, it out. I heard about so it. So that's his name. I yeah. learned it from watching. And he he puts out good content. Like cool. when it comes on, he, it's kind of like I wish Dave Ramsey would put out a little more of their short form stuff. You know, because some of it's pretty they good. Post like a ton. Well, it doesn't always show up, or it's not always related to me they somehow. Post, like they post like four or five videos a day. Well, it just doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. Well, like occasionally I'll run into some of the like Dave Ramsey videos and I'm like, I want to listen in. And it's like someone on a call. And some like I see way more people know. that are like, here's what Dave Ramsey gets wrong. Like I see more like financial YouTubers, TikTokers oh, yeah. than actual Dave Ramsey in my feed. Oh, Just well, like on the f- but this guy, like he he's a, he does a podcast and most of his content's coming from that podcast. Cool. And he's directly like advising and helping these people so it's a similar vibe to where you get a phone call and you get the inside look i just really like it i think he gives good advice from what i've seen so far and then the last honorable mention have you guys ever heard of scammer payback Mm -hmm. Um, similar to kit boga are they i don't know is he like someone that like figures out how to hack into like the call center person yes wait a minute what have you done to my computer like sorry that might have been (laughs) that's literally like what the person well usually that's what it is and yeah he learned to even speak their language and stuff too and he just calls them out and i don't know if i've seen the exact one but i i've seen a guy that does yeah it's great if you turn that on on youtube it'll be hard to turn it off it's great Mm -hmm. it's very entertaining we all feel like personal about it you might even know someone that's well, been sure. scammed yeah and it's just nice he goes in and deletes their files he's yes. got like a whole office oh, rated so cool. once like he found their location and they got arrested that's awesome and they had a whole crew and did a, a collaboration with other people and they're listening in on calls as the scammers are somehow they can do that i don't know how 
but they're listening in and then just waiting for that person getting ready to give money to the scammer. And then they interject and go, wait, hold on. No, this is me with the scammer payback. And we were just listening in and you, you're about to make a huge mistake. Awesome. And then they save them. And then they, the last thing that is really cool they do is they'll raise money and just anybody that was a victim, mm, they cool. try to actually oh, that's cool. awesome. pay them back. Yeah. My, my parents got scammed by oh, someone no. over the phone. Luckily, it was only for about 500 or so, oh, but uh, no. she's completely like, she changed her phone number after that and, oh, and redid it. Like she came over. It was, so we went through everything she had and changed all of her passwords for her and made a document and kept it kind of safe. Did turn on two factor. And yes. Oh yeah. It was two just, factor. it was one of those, I mean, you know, like, Oh, if you know, did you did you authorize a five hundred dollar purchase on Amazon? Well, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, we need <laughs> to do this and that, and it was just like, oh my gosh. And I, I kind of got under a little bit. I was like, I told you, you never like no company will ever you know yeah. call you and ask you to give any of this information. But mm-hmm. it's, it's easy though in the moment. It's crazy how like scammers could just put that energy towards something uh-huh. better and mm-hmm. create their own. They've created their own company. Yeah, they've created their own leadership, their own process. They're in a building and everything. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing it this way? I try to this waste way? as much of their time as possible. <laughs> and, That's you what know, Kit Boga does. Just try to like, but I mean, I don't go like to super extreme, but like instead of just hanging up or whatever, like I'll try to like see like, okay, can I come up with a story? Can I act dumb for long enough? And then there's been times in the past, like I've yelled at them and stuff, you know, like, <laughs> just like, how dare you? you know, yeah. People's time and stuff. Sometimes that feels good. <laughs> so Dude. Like, hilarious one that happened to me the other day yeah um <laughs> so i've heard this thing where you don't want to say yes like is this jared oh because they can and you don't want to say yes because then it's like you complying to something i don't know so i just go or they could record your voice and try to like call your other company that play like you know yeah i've heard that did too. you say this yes, yes. you know mm-hmm. they got a recording of it you want a deposit and um withdrawal which is funny because they could get it from this podcast <laughs> Affirmative. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, anyways, that happened. I said, may I ask who's calling? (laughs) I did not expect this. The guy goes, not going to tell you. And then hung up. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Not going to tell you. Oh, man. He gave up quick. (laughs) Was he like really playful like that? Because that sounds really funny. Not going to tell you. No, yeah, he was. <laughs> That's actually that was so exactly. Funny. He just didn't go hee hee at the end. <laughs> All you hear is hang up line. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, there's a lot of times I guess like they're so embedded in their culture. There was this guy that was trying to scam me, but it was via text. Text. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, anyways, somehow I got into like, I'm a Christian or something. And he goes, Oh dude, I didn't realize you were a Christian. I can't do this, man. My life is terrible. And I'm just doing this cause I need money. And he like full on confessed and everything. No way. And I was like, what? And it's because like, they so believe in like honor, shame so much in their culture. That's fascinating. And, and they believe in like Allah or whoever, you know? Sure. And so they fear they fear that. That's that's and so really that made that made that person like confess and just like say to that a they complete were, stranger. I'm at, like I think it was he was acting like a woman, but then he said his real name and it was Good crazy. Nice. Mm. 
crazy experiences. It's wild, dude. And the one of the latest things, when, since we're on the scammer topic, this will be our wrap up, is there's a lot of content going around that's fear-based. Mm-hmm. And it could even be clipped from something that we even said on this podcast that just kind of makes you scared of things. Like me when I talked earlier about AI and like I'm yeah. afraid that it's going to be like Terminator 2. Well, let me tell you why that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, there, there actually is something that I've been hearing and it's just that like scammers are trying to get you to talk more on the phone so they can sample your voice. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then what they're trying to do is find yeah, your loved voice. ones. And they're making that phone call mm. with your voice that's been sampled. And they're writing the text to say, like, hey, mom, I really need some money. I'm over here. Or like, can you send me money? And something like that. And that's, that's a tactic freaky. that's, like, high level for scammers right now. Yeah. But for me, I was like, okay, I don't think we have to worry so much about what we say on the phone as much as what we say on the Internet anyways. Sure. We're all already on the Internet. Sure. Someone could take this podcast. Yeah. And go and sample our voice. They don't have permission and it would be illegal and they could get fined or arrested or banned or whatever, you know. Hardwinds International. Um, Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But if you just have people are like, you need to have those safe words or something like that. Uh, Like, just have that ready or I don't think they would know how to act like me. I think my parents would know or I don't know. I think it would be like to be like you'd probably try to, you know, confer with like, you know, your spouse or like other yeah. people like, hey, is Jared and like, <laughs> is he overseas right now? or <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then the thing is like, yeah. just go external. Don't go through their methods. So if you if I really needed money. You would already know where to send it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just sure. do that. Yeah. Don't go through like. I don't know why he needs all these iTunes gift cards, but (laughs) I better send them. (laughs) So there's some common sense that I'm not like so scared about it, but I think it, you know, just a matter of time before we start hearing those stories. Very much like the, the black mirror episode where Mm. the, the girls, uh, was it husband or boyfriend passes away and she signs up for that company, Mm -hmm. sends like the lifelike doll of him that was embedded with all of his like it sampled all of his like posts on social media and comments to try to like in text and voicemails and anything that it could that you could feed it like an ai to like kind of replicate it and stuff he would text her and it's really crazy well that was cool for episode two yeah with list battles do you guys want a recommended watch since we talked about content creators and on our con on our um what is it? What do we call this? A podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On our podcast there, we talk about AI a lot or mention it and movies come up, but you know, on the AI route, I saw Sophia. Do you know Sophia the robot? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. That's, that, it's um, been a while, but I've heard of Sophia. Iran made that? No. No, I don't yeah. know. It's just some, I don't know. Yeah. Was it? I believe it was Iran. who made Really? That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, they sent the, they allowed uh, these content creators on YouTube, I don't know their names, to bring in Sophia, the AI robot, to do a dating game. <laughs> and then there were other YouTubers that came in and they had to like go through different rounds, like oh, a wow. game show, like a game dating show to huh. win over Sophia. <laughs> That's funny. And it was hilarious. It just came out and 
It was very entertaining. But anyway, recommend to watch. Nice. Cool. So Very good. All right. Drew and Brian, sign us off while I click the video. All right. All right. Thanks for another great week. Come back and uh, next week's list battle. Post post your own lists on our Discord. That's right. Facebook, anything like that. We would love to hear from you and battle you in the comments. Right. Calling you out, loyal listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us us if we're wrong. Yeah. And uh, with that... uh, this was the year <laughs> he, uh, said, uh, 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 Nailed it. Uh.